Hey, do you love binging your favorite TV shows and wish there were a way to binge those books too? Then this podcast is for you, where we do a brand new book every month of me summarizing each chapter, sharing my thoughts and my takeaways with you, so that you don't have to do it all on your own. Subscribe to the pod and be part of this amazing community where all you need to do is show up for yourself. Hello my fellow readers, this is your host Twinkle and we are currently reading My Geeta by Devdut Patnaik. Currently we are discussing chapter 11 which is you and I can include. If any one of you has seen Mahabharata, have you guys ever noticed that Arjuna's flag is an image of monkey that is Kapi and uh, that monkey is not just a normal monkey it's the mightiest monkey of all which is Hanuman and whose epic stories are said in Ramayana. So chapter 11 roots around differentiating between animals humans and god now let's talk about animal brain which is like focused on survival mostly and focused on hunger and fear however human brain is more imaginative so if even if we are hungry for say 10 days we can just imagine ourselves eating food and not feel hungry anymore like that's how tapasvis like in the olden days used to do tapasya so animals mind are more like on self-preservation mode and on self-propagation mode while human minds are on self-realization mode and god's mind one might say is on others realization mode like they make us aware of our being so in this chapter we'll rather focus more on human minds so a human mind what what is our ability our ability is like we can expand our minds and like you know discover so many things and find meaning be with everything and everywhere like let's say we take a rock and we call it god this what is giving meaning to that rock our imagination right but that level of imagination can only be achieved when one expands their mind and like breaks down all the limits on their head they can literally turn that stone into gold that literally our human brain is that powerful i have read one book before it's called power of subconscious mind and it is such a amazing read i would suggest you guys to go and read it if you have time and if not um, maybe we'll do a podcast month for that book it's such a good book it helps you to understand your brain and your subconscious mind and how to expand your mind and and it is the next day now <laughs> i'm sorry i had to engage in some other activity yesterday and now i am getting back to the podcast so why there is a talk of mind and discovering your human ability in Gita because there is a story of Hanuman which inspires this conversation in Gita so this idea takes the shape of a story in Puranas where the people of Ayodhya are assumed to see Hanuman biting into the poles 
which were given to him by Sita. And what's the use of this? These pearls, says Hanuman, if they do not contain Sita's ram. Hanuman then tears open his chest to reveal Sita's ram. Hanuman thus reveals his deeper understanding of Dehi, what is located within the Deha. He seeks Dehi everywhere and thus expands his mind and finds Brahma. So, again, not to be religious, but what the gist of the story is basically how will a man expand his mind and how such man who has his mind expanded will behave like this there's a difference to a man who has limited mindset and the person who has a expanded mindset will behave differently and there's just this example of hanuman gives us a gist of how will a man behave with an expanded mindset now let's talk about krishna and arjuna's conversation once again in gita arjuna the wise let go of the fruit of action and so break free from the cycle of rebirth their wisdom cuts through formal hymns and official words for yoga connects them to with who they really are. Now before it was a differentiation between a human and an animal. And now we see a difference between human and God. And obviously God is more powerful and a wiser entity than a human. So there is no need for me to elaborate that. So Hanuman enters Mahabharata twice. Once he communicates with Bhim to, you know, ground him in a way and make sure that he knows that animals are to be treated well and he is not superior than anyone. So like just to, you know, ground him because he was very egoistic about his strength. So that's there. Then Hanuman encounters Arjuna right before the war. And Arjuna wonders like why Ram did not build a bridge of arrows to cross the ocean into Lanka. And uh, to Arjuna's notice, he sees ki Hanuman ne reply diya hai, saying something like maybe such a bridge would be like um, would not hold on to the weight of monkey. And uh, to prove him wrong, Arjuna tries to build a bridge across the sea and as soon as Hanuman tries to step on it, the bridge collapses. Again and again this happens. Then Krishna advises Arjun to chant Ram and like release the arrow and stuff and so he does that and even when like Hanuman takes a giant form and like tries to you know walk on the bridge, the bridge does not collapse. So this is just to, the story tells us like how uh, divine god is or how divine their like how powerful their name is so imagine how powerful they the entity is to basically to explain that and to also explain us that our power lies in our faith we have towards that divine entity that is our god so why does krishna tells him about all these stories of Hanuman he says those stories only 
for to help arjuna and to like in a hope that he by listening to all this he might discover the same love or uh, towards self towards his atma like hanuman did so there is a really good quote at the end here and it is for people who blindly follow religion and also for people who think religion is like a bad thing or something it's for us to understand that we can acknowledge appreciate and accommodate world view rather than dismissing tolerating and adoring or even just following and by doing the first thing we are expanding our mind and walking a better path so i have definitely changed it into my verse but that's what it means and i think that's like really beautiful now let's discuss chapter 12 which is you and i can accommodate an expanding mind can contract to accommodate the limited view of others great example to that would be a relationship of a mother and a child mother who has so much knowledge and her mind is like kind of sort of expanded like more than her child and her you know emotional nourishment and potential rubs off on the child in a certain way and which promotes early growth of that child and um, naturally how the child would come up to be so in this chapter the author talks about radha and her devotion and affection for the god and uh, her devotion and affection is used as a you know like example for a healthy relationship maybe although in reality it was not healthy because her love was like kind of unfulfilled because she was married to someone else but there is love there is devotion definitely which you know helped her in a certain way her it was fulfilling for her i guess so that's what the author is trying to say here so in this chapter we learn a lot about krishna and how his life was since birth so he was like kind of born prince born into royalty but he was traded to save his life from his own like uh, what do i call it mama okay yeah so his father like crossed this river and uh, dropped him off at some place uh across the river to save his life and he grows up and comes back to fulfill the prophecy of killing his mama and then he is also known for his love and affection uh during that time where he was across the river with mother yashoda and radha like everybody used to love his mischiefs and how adorable he was basically so all that time was is like mentioned in the chapter so honestly there is not a lot of take away from this chapter but one thing which i took away is this that krishna never makes him feel uh, makes the pandavas feel guilty for gambling away their kingdom he just prepares them to face the consequences of their actions which is a wise guide would do anyway 
सो इट इज़ ईजी फॉर अस टू यू नो डिवेल इन टू आर एक्शंस एंड लाइक वॉट एवर कॉन्सिक्वेंसिस कम इट्स ईजी फॉर अस टू फील लाइक सैड एंड डिप्रेस आई नो आई डू लाइक टूडे I honestly posted a story saying wake me up in 2024 I'm done with this year <laughs> because honestly everything has been so like burdensome and overwhelming in March especially so I felt like everything is like going wrong and I started blaming um uh, everything basically especially god like bas karo bhagwan aur mat pareshan karo karke and this line i read it the chapters right the points that i highlight while recording the podcast and this line when i read it he is preparing me to basically face the consequences of my own action nothing else so i cannot blame it on anyone other than myself and the fact that i blame it and like ask god to stop like doing all this and just takes a minute like i am human we all are human and we all dwell love to dwell into our sorrows and misery i know i do like just lie on the bed and just ho gaya aaj ka din i don't want to do anything i want to watch netflix like we all love doing that guilty as charged and it's times like this when we need books like my geeta which just just reminds us that not to dwell into your sorrows and not to give it power just keep on to your faith and remember these are all consequences of some or the act- other action which you took which you might not even remember that what was that particular action that put me in this position today so just it's all about taking it lightly and let it let things flow according to and not overreact like i do all the goddamn time okay so that's going to be it for this episode i'm going to drop another episode today only because we have just two days to complete i guess four chapters so it's going to be pretty quick and i'm going to drop another episode today to today to tomorrow let's go guys bye